You're listening to the Black Sheep Talks podcast. My name is Karina Greco, and I am your host. I am an online coach, writer, storyteller, speaker, and podcast host. My mission is to help others manifest a life of travel, adventure, and financial freedom. I created this podcast as a platform that allows for raw and authentic conversations to be the norm. I will be diving into all sorts of topics, including manifestation, mindset, self-love, healing, personal growth, spirituality, relationships, travel, the super yacht industry, entrepreneurship, and so much more. I am passionate about sharing the life lessons that I've learned and how certain experiences have helped me grow and evolve in this lifetime. My aim is to inspire you to dive deep into your own personal growth and manifest a life you love too. Thank you so much for coming on this journey with me. Hello, hello, Black Sheep community, and welcome back to my podcast, The Black Sheep Talks. We are kicking off another episode with the Yachting Series this Monday, and today I'm going to be talking to you guys about something really, really juicy, and this episode goes back to the last episodes where I talked about why you shouldn't screw the crew and how I manifested a job that was a dream job at first through Bumble. So if you want to listen to those to get a bit of a background, I suggest going back because today we're diving into really why I ended up walking off this boat. Um, And this episode is titled Fuck Sexist, Shitty Owners, and Narcissist, and exactly why I turned down a 6K per month salary and walked off. So this episode is literally going to be filled with some below deck drama, which, you know, just looking back now, I honestly look at my life and I'm like, wow, I cannot believe that I lived this experience and that I really felt I was like living on a reality TV show at one point. And, you know, this is the part of yachting that I really, really disliked. And part of the reason why I now exited the industry and why I have a full-time business. But for all of you who are looking to get into yachting, I think it's so important to be transparent um, and to tell you the truth about what this industry can be like, because there are a lot of ups and downs. There are a lot of challenges and, you know, there are a lot of shitty people in this industry. Like there's just no better way to say it, right? Like I like to see the good in everyone, but a lot of the times, you know, people just don't reflect back to you what, you know, you want to see in them. And it's unfortunate. And it's unfortunate that the yachting industry breeds such toxicity. Um, And this is why I speak on this. And this is why I've taught my clients in the past on this, because there's so much that happens in the industry that, you know, we just don't realize when we're first getting into it. We think that it's just going to be this like amazing, beautiful experience where, you know, we're going to make a lot of money. We're going to travel the world. We're going to party and have the best time. But actually there's a lot of things that can actually happen where there can be a lot of bullying. There can be a lot of abuse. And I've experienced all of the above, right? You guys have heard in my last episodes, I've been really open and honest about some of the things. And today I'm going to dive into um, some of the stuff that happened to me on this boat. And yes, um, I did end up having a relationship with the captain and, you know, it did not serve me in my favor to do this. Um, And, you know, I did take this job kind of without 
the experience of being a chief stew, but even though I believed in myself and knew I can do it, I ended up facing a lot of challenges with the owner and, you know, with different things that happened because, you know, I took a job that wasn't necessarily aligned with what I wanted to do, right? I took it for the money, for the salary. Um, That's like full disclosure, right? I was getting paid $6,000 a month to run this boat and it was just a crazy thrown in the deep end kind of experience. So I'm going to tell you guys about that in a second. But if you guys have been enjoying this episode, please, please take a moment to leave a review. It would go such a long way. I would highly appreciate it as it would help get this podcast up in the charts. And I also want to announce that in the last episodes, I you know have been talking about my program, the Financially Free Yachty Mastermind, and I have just made an aligned decision to completely turn that into an e-course and offer it with that, um, not as a mastermind because I am fully pivoting into my new niche, which is spiritual business coaching and mindset coaching, which I'm really really aligned with with the type of life that I am living right now and no longer being in the yachting industry. Um, I am still going to offer this because I know there's a lot of you who have been interested in working together and taking this course. So now this course literally has been reduced to more than 50% off because it's going to be in the form of an e-course. So if you are interested in this, you can still apply in the link in the show notes. You will get a bonus one-on-one call with me. So this application is to assess whether or not you are an energetic match to work together to take this course because I do not just work with anyone. Um, This course has a lot of inner work inside, a lot of stuff that teaches you more than just strategy. It teaches you how to thrive on board. And again, the reason I created this is because I have literally been a walking experiment of how to learn to thrive in the industry, right? I said, I've been through so many of these ups and downs, so many of these challenges, and they've really taught me how to come out of this industry, a better person, a stronger person, and, you know, someone that is now equipped to help others really go down this path and be prepared as well. So if this calls out to you and you are interested, you can apply in the link in the show notes. And I also have my ebook that is on sale for 10% off with the code, the black sheep talk, since you are a regular listener. So you can get that as well to help you on this journey. So without further ado, let's go on to speaking about the topic today and let's dive into what happened. So why am I calling this fuck sexist, shitty owners and narcissists? So let's first start with the first part, the sexist, right? So I was living on board with a bunch of males. And it was really, really hard as a woman to be living on board and to be experiencing really like first-class sexism all of the time. Like at lunchtime, it would be like the TV would go on and they would be watching some stupid show that would just be pretty much putting women down. And I really, really don't like to, you know, watch, listen, speak about anything that, you know, puts women down, puts people down, like in general, not even just women, like any type of show that is just not benefiting to my spiritual growth. Um, And I really felt like, you know, this is who I was surrounding myself in this environment. I was really surrounded by a bunch of children is what it felt like, right? Like old, older men that literally just were super immature. Like looking back at it now, 
I was literally working with a bunch of misogynists and sexists. And it's not the first boat that that's happened to me on, right? There's been tons of boats that I've been on where this has happened. And if you're a male listening to this, then, you know, take this as a sign to be a leader for for others, you know, not just to stand up for women, but to stand up for other males and to show them that, you know, being a divine masculine man is about really taking ownership of your masculinity and being a really good role model and you know advocating for the divine feminine for women in power and leadership positions and equality and all of those things and not putting others down and you know speaking down to them and all of that um i had a lot of experience with this and you know, there was a point where we were even watching a show and it was actually below deck, which I don't watch anymore. I used to watch when I was in the industry and, you know, watching it felt like my brain was literally losing brain cells every single time because there was just so much drama on that show. And it was literally one of those things where it's like, why am I watching this? Why am I interested in seeing, you know, other people argue and be rude to one another? And it's like something that gets instilled in you. Like, you almost accept this kind of toxic behavior as normal. And this is why so much of it goes on in yachting. Um, And I remember the mate just saying, oh, you know, I would never work for a female under a female bosun. And I was just like, why not? And, you know, his argument was the fact that he didn't think that women were strong enough to be able to do the things that they had to do on deck. And I was like, well, there's female deck hands, right? Times are changing. Clearly, some women are strong. And of course, I took this really personally um, because, you know, I'm all about like my feminine power and female environment and empowerment. And I was offended. Like, I really was offended by this. And at the time, looking back, um, I was like, I allowed myself to get triggered and I allowed myself to kind of, you know, respond back and try to like change his mindset. But then what I realized was, you know, some people, they just choose to, to look at things this way. They choose to, you know, have this kind of closed minded mindset and they choose to say sexist, homophobic remarks. And, you know, for me, that's a sign of closed-mindedness, immaturity, and a lack of spiritual growth. And unfortunately, the yachting industry breeds a ton of that. And this boat in particular was just embodying everything about that. And I felt so, so alone on this boat because I felt like I was just surrounded by children, like I said. So, a lot of immature males, um, a lot of sexism, a lot of misogyny, a lot of homophobe, homophobia. Um, you know, it was like being back in high school when, you know, they'd make comments and jokes about all of those things. And, you know, I wouldn't be laughing. I would just be like, mm, I don't agree with this, but here I am having to put up with this kind of attitude and behavior. And I just really didn't resonate with it at all. And, you know, I did speak up at some points. I did speak my mind and I tried to come from a heart-centered approach and not to, you know, be preachy to anyone or try to tell anyone how they should think or feel. But it was really, really hard to live on board with crew who just had this kind of mindset and thought this way. 
So that goes into shitty owners. So I ended up having a really, really shitty owner on that boat. Um, She was actually not technically the owner. The guy that she was sleeping with was the owner. Um, So she was just coming around always on the boat. She lived five minutes down the road in Florida. And it was probably the worst thing to work on a boat where the owner literally lives across the road because that means they can come on the boat anytime. And that's what she did. And someday she would come on and she would be in the worst mood ever. She would be completely rude. She would treat you like a slave. Um, you know, she would point out things that were done wrong and it was just awful. It was really, really awful. And she knew that I was new. She knew that I had taken on this role and the captain gave me this job. Um, she knew that I wasn't a chief stew before and she made it a point to kind of make me aware of that, the fact that I wasn't experienced and the fact that, you know, I wasn't doing things good enough. And there was even a point where she came in and she, you know, would come down into the crew mess and talk to all the guys and kind of act like she was one of the crew, like she was one of, you know, our friends. And then, you know, she'd be like, oh, you know, it's chill. It's, it's, it's all good. I'm your friend. So one day she would come in acting as if, you know, we were best friends. And the next day she would come in and she would be expecting us to treat her like a guest. Um, and it was the strangest thing ever because it was such an ego thing. It was such a power trip. And I saw this, right? Being someone that can just sense energy, I can see that she was just so miserable. She was so, so miserable with her life, even though she had all of this money given to her. Um, she had to come on this boat every day and this boat was her life, right? She didn't have a life. Um, sometimes people that have money aren't the happiest of people. And we all know this. We all hear stories like this. And I witnessed this firsthand. I witnessed how she would literally flip and flop between trying to be my friend to trying to put me down and speak ill to me just because she had the power, right? And it really turned into this toxic cycle. Um, I won't get into all of the stories, but it just went on and on and on. Every time she came on board, I felt so defeated. And, you know, the captain noticed that this was happening. And we obviously had, you know, our casual relationship going. So he, you know, would start to say things to me like, oh, you know, you're being sensitive or you're being too emotional. And this is where the fuck narcissist comes in because literally that is what he was, was a narcissist. And I've had this pattern of attracting narcissists into my life probably for as long as I can remember throughout all of my 20s. And it's because I really did not have the self-love within myself or the boundaries to set with others. I allowed others to treat me this way and this is just what had happened on almost every single boat that I joined. And especially on this one where I decided to have a relationship with this captain and it literally went downhill so freaking fast. Like as soon as we started having a relationship, there was just nothing professional left involved. And, you know, because it was casual, he thought that it was okay for him to put me down, to treat me pretty much like a piece of shit um, to make me feel like, you know, I was being out of line if I was like offended by the way the owner was speaking to me. And his excuse was like, well, you know, she's bipolar and this is how she is. She's miserable. So you just have to deal with it. And I said, I don't agree. Like this isn't something that I want to 
to face every single day. Like every morning I wake up and I have this like cloud of anxiety hanging over me wondering like, oh, is she going to come on the boat today and bully me? Um, You know, so I had her bullying me. I had him bullying me and being a narcissist and pretty much making me feel like, you know, I was out of line or I wasn't doing good enough job or whatever it was. And it was the most toxic environment ever. Um, You know, there were just constantly things happening um, whenever, you know, we had this charter go down and we had all this drama happen and things go wrong. And a lot of the times it's because the captain wasn't being professional. There was, there, there was literally a point where, um, you know, we had ruined the charter guest board and he made it seem like it was the entire crew's fault. Um, instead of, you know, being a professional and being the captain and saying, okay, this is something that we're going to take out of, you know, the budget or our pay um, for the charter guests, you know, he wanted to make the entire team feel bad and kind of pinpoint who did what and, you know, all of those kind of things. So, there was a lot of that happening, um, a lot of toxicity um, to the point where I just couldn't take it anymore. Um, I decided to, of course, end things with him and say that I didn't want to engage in any intimate relationship with him because at this point I started to see the red flags. I started to see like, this isn't someone that I can actually date. Um, so why am I going on and having a relationship with him? Right? Like, let's just keep things professional. And once I did that, of course it went even more downhill because now he wasn't getting to sleep with me. So (laughs) he was treating me even more even worse than before. Like it just got so freaking bad to the point where, you know, I was getting the silent treatment. Um, he was having mood swings. The owner was coming in and having mood swings. I felt like I was literally walking on eggshells. Um, and I went into like the deepest and darkest depression and anxiety, which I didn't show on the outside, but on the inside, let me tell you, I did not feel like myself, right? I was on a boat with a bunch of sexists and a bunch of narcissists and shitty fucking owners that just did not understand what human decency meant. Um, And I wasn't ready to continue to stay on a boat like this. Like for me, I was just like, this isn't who I am. This isn't what I stand for. This isn't the kind of people I want to surround myself with, right? Um, And on top of that, this captain like never came into work. He literally was the most unprofessional person I have ever met. I think he came into work maybe two to three times a week for a couple hours to do computer work and then would leave. Um, We were mostly docked. We didn't do trips that often. And I would, you know, at first really enjoy the job because I kind of got to do what I wanted to do. I would listen to podcasts. I would, you know, kind of be doing my thing. But when he was on board and when the owner was on board, it was the most toxic feeling ever. It was like this dark shadow came in and it just took over any light in my body, right? Like I was no longer the positive, happy Karina that I knew that I was. And it was just not a boat that I saw myself sticking on long-term. And I even remember like speaking to the captain about, um, you know, things that lit me up like manifestation and my coaching business, which he knew I was doing. And, you know, he would just like put me down and say things like, oh, like, you know, 
you know, you're way too positive. Like you need to be more of a realist. And you know that that's a narcissist when someone is telling you not to go after your dreams, not to believe in what what you're passionate about and and just other things. Like there are so many things that went on on that boat. Like I honestly can't even remember them. Like, for example, I got into his car once and he was driving really, really fast um, on his phone texting. And I remember saying, hey, I'd appreciate if you wouldn't text and drive and literally drive 130 kilometers an hour in Miami because it's fucking dangerous. And he literally said to me, well, if you don't want to ride, then you can take an Uber. Um, So those were kind of like the narcissistic comments and things that I had to deal with on a daily basis. And the owner saying things to me like, I can see that you aren't really the housewife type because you need more attention to detail, right? She would come and pick out something that I didn't do right and speak to me like I was literally a slave, right? There was zero human decency, respect for others from both of these people, right? It was just completely terrible. And I felt so alone on this boat. I literally felt like I had turned into someone else that I just, you know, didn't know who I was anymore. Like I lost the spark. I lost like my fun, bubbly personality. And it came to the point where I was just like, enough is enough. Um, You know, I'm ready to walk off this boat. And I actually ended up manifesting another job offer, which I will talk about in the next episode to you guys. And I ended up walking off this boat. I literally snuck off and I was like, I don't even care about the money anymore. I don't care about the comfort that I've built on this boat. It is not a healthy environment. Um, I ended up packing everything up, leaving and flying to Tulum, Mexico on a week holiday to literally recharge, heal myself and just get rid of all of the negative energy. Because let me tell you, there was so much of it from the captain to the owner to you know the crew and all the gossip and the drama that would happen in between all of that it just was the worst environment that i have ever ever been in so i am really happy for making the decision to leave a toxic environment and if you are ever faced in a toxic environment, if you ever find yourself in one, then I really suggest that you do the same because it's not worth the money. Let me tell you, like, even though the money was like appealing at the beginning, my mental health suffered so much. I lost who I was. I was depressed. I was anxious. And it took me a while to really come back to myself. Um, So yeah, that is like one of my most vulnerable stories. And I look back on it now and I'm really, really thankful for that experience because all of those people that were shitty were terrible to me. They really taught me a lot of lessons. They really taught me to love myself, to heal myself, to become a better person for myself, right? And now I get to coach and lead others and help them with their mental health and help them with their mindset. And it really lights me up because I know that so many people struggle with this. So many people struggle with boundaries, right? And I was so bad at setting boundaries. And when I just learned to literally put myself first and to love myself, that's when everything just changed for me. So I hope that this episode 
inspired you. It helped you to see that you're not alone if you have faced a toxic work environment as well, um, that it's okay to go through these experiences. It's okay to make mistakes. This is how we learn and we grow. And I really hope that my mistakes can can spread some light for you and help you navigate throughout this industry or throughout life. So I do have four more episodes coming out within this topic about yachting um, before I completely begin just focusing on my new niche. Um, So stay tuned for four more episodes and I look forward to seeing you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening until the end. I am so grateful to have you a part of this journey with me. If you resonated with this episode, then please share this on your Instagram story and tag me at the Black Sheep Travels so that I can say a massive thank you and show you my appreciation. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on future episodes. Please share this with your friends or anyone you know that would enjoy this podcast. If you're interested in finding out more about me or how we can work together, then please visit my website, www.theblacksheeptravels.com. You can also subscribe to my email list so that you can stay in the loop for podcast drops, blogs, freebies, info about my coaching packages, my ebook, and upcoming courses and books. Thank you so much for listening until the end. I am so grateful to have you here.